0: 18 Plus. Live from New York City, Len Berman and Todd Schnitt in the morning on 710WOR. <laughs>
1: I guess we have to duck for cover tomorrow with the rain, show, But today's supposed to be a good day. I was wondering if you're going to show up here. Well, I was I'm l- sitting here
2: ready to go. I was listening to here. the
1: music. It's nice and relaxing. We need relaxation on, around here. This we got to come out no. of the
2: box right away. It's been a very,
1: firing, it, firing. What are you going to fire at it's I don't a,
2: know. I'm used to having Todd do this.
1: Wow. Calm <laughs> down. Well, obviously, you didn't get stuck in traffic today.
2: Well, I did. There was a minor delay, but... Uh, wow. I've never, heard you, I, well,
1: I've never heard you like this. Considering what I went through yesterday, it
2: was a minor inconvenience.
1: Well, happy to have you. I'm Len Berman. He's Joe Bartlett. Todd's on vacation. I was just saying it's supposed to be a nice day today. We're expecting rain tomorrow. Uh, you want to know the details on the eclipse on Monday? Do you notice I'm trying to do everything I can to avoid the uh, Trump story and statues? And It's been a tense week. Don't you feel tense? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? But, uh, you know what?
2: I must say, I do feel a little bit sorry for Trump.
1: How so? He's so isolated?
2: Well, I, I think he just sort of, he gets himself into these fixes, and uh, I, I don't want, I, I don't want to get bogged down on it now, but you know- but he, why? Well, tell, tell, okay, all right. Because, it, you know, and I talked to some Trump supporters, obviously, right. and you know, look at I kind of, I've, I support the guy. I mean, mm-hmm. I voted for him. Right. I, but he basically was correct in blaming both sides. The issue that got him into trouble is that one of those sides was clearly um, foreign people, the, the Nazis and uh, white supremacists, and people that were clearly un-American. And he sort of gave them credibility, but he was absolutely correct in blaming both sides for the violence. And I think what what drove him to that was he must have heard the the groups that were on the opposite side, the opposing demonstration. These are the, um, the, you know, the Occupy Wall Street people, these anti Antifa people right. um, that are just, they're fomenting trouble. Right. And they've been fomenting trouble for him since he got in office.
1: Well, my so problem th- was trying to equate the two yeah, as being 50 that's the 50. problem. And the other problem I had is that by doing that, he's giving credibility to the uh, white supremacists. I agree. And he's emboldening them, and you have to admit that. Those people who are white supremacists vote for Donald Trump. Yep. So yep. he's like, I don't want to insult my, my base, really, when your base is Nazis. And, and the other argument that there were some good people there, what good people are going to go walking along with people carrying tiki torches, uh, chanting, you know, the Jews will not replace us?
2: A hundred percent, I 100% agree. If you march with those people, you're not a good person. You're not a good person. If, you're mar- if you take up sides with that group, you're not a good person. Right, But I think he was driven more so by the people that were on the other side that have been yeah. opposing him and creating havoc for him uh, since he took office.
1: Another big story say the statues, which we'll get into. All of a sudden they're tearing down statues oh, left and right. This is crazy, isn't it? So, well, I think it is, but I, under- I do understand the argument on both sides. First of all, let me give you the – oh, I- started to mention the eclipse, Joe. Actually, oh, yeah. I, did- I didn't know the exact details. This is Monday. Yep. You know how- what percentage of the sun will be blocked over New 70%. York? 70%. 72%. Yeah. And the peak time is 2.44 in the afternoon. You know, I didn't know all that.
2: I, well, I watched the weather last night. They had it all down, oh, and they, they showed you how to watch what, it. What,
1: 11 o'clock at night? No. I'm not up at 11. Well, oh, I you at either. at 6 o'clock. Oh, at 6.
2: But anyway, yep. um, everybody's going out, and they have to buy these special Correct. Eclipse glasses. And I said to my wife, I said, you know what? What happened in... 1500 or 1600 when there was an eclipse and nobody had these glasses they obviously looked at it did they all go blind so you're just
3: going to go look at it now because you think you're not going to go blind i
2: I think i remember the last one and i think i did peek at it because you were supposed to those thick
3: glasses you're wearing
1: at it you
2: peeked at it it. well let me what what would happen if you peeked at it i don't know you stare
1: at it But I had an answer to your question. You said back in the 1500s or 1600s, they stared at it and what happened? Yeah. Well, they continued to promulgate. That's how we got to where we are today. (laughs) That's exactly what happened as a result. Our big three this morning. The president is in New Jersey. Nothing from him. Twitter silence about his controversial remarks. Also, before all of his business leaders could quit, his advisory (laughs) councils, he fired him. You can't quit, you're fired. That was um, funny yesterday, wasn't it? Uh, well, <laughs> sort of. A <laughs> warped sense of humor. Oh, okay. Also in the big three, down come the statues and plaques. Confederate symbols being torn down, including here in New York. There's also a Confederate flag controversy in the East Village. Did you hear about that one? Guy had a Confederate flag in his window, mm-hmm. and people are throwing oh, rocks yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, no no one better than Alice Stockton rose CD later this morning. We'll go check that oh, out. Oh, good, to good. She's going to
2: throw out. some rocks.
1: Well, no, no, no. And rounding out the big three. Over half a billion smackaroos. No winner in Powerball. So Saturday's jackpot is now a cool $510 million. And I love it. Natalie just brought me one of these stories. How to increase your chances to win. There We're, we go. What do yeah. you do? But the I'm sto- not telling you. But Natalie, story, <laughs> I tell you. the story was written before last night's drawing. So, well, wow, no, that really helped there.
3: It was because it, no one won yesterday.
1: No, but the story came out before yesterday.
3: It's still the same. The Advice We're, is still the okay. same.
1: Around six forty, Natalie's going to spill the beans: oh, how okay, to increase nice. your chance of winning. And, and also, <laughs> it we have a real moral dilemma here. What's that station? Well, you know, Natalie suggests we do a pool. You know, for Saturday's drawing, so we have a moral dilemma. What, what's the moral dilemma? Who gets included and who doesn't? Well, we. If you're well, on, we, va- Todd's not you, here. If you're on vacation, are you out?
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a, we'll, now,
2: we'll, now, we'll I mean, have to discuss. Because th- that would hold up in court because we don't have – there's not a regular <laughs> – There's not a standing n- there's pool. There's not a standing pool. Oh, hilarious. We, we chose uh, at that moment in time yeah. to include uh, the people we were here. Well, Joe said it first. And you know what? He doesn't care anyway.
1: Well, Todd's, uh, Joe said it first, so Todd is so screwed on this one. Hey, we have <laughs> Mets tickets coming up at 730. We have the turning point. Coming up at 8.30 for more Mets tickets. Uh, the Mets losing again, so they've lost all three in the Subway Series. The finale is tonight. And, Joe, I just saw uh, uh, Aaron Judge's home run ball land in Hoboken. <laughs> just landed in Hoboken. 1-0 pitch is hit high in the air, deep to left. minutes doesn't move. It is well beyond him. It goes all the
2: way to the upper, upper deck. I've never seen that before.
0: Aaron judge comes around third. we'll touch home right now and all we can do is wait for the tail of the tape. it is two to- one Yankees on a gargantuan blast from a gargantuan man.
1: Gargantuan's the word of the day. Well, he's a big guy. Josh Lewin was revved up. <laughs> we got to get Josh out of bed and on the show later this morning. you know That'd everybody's
2: focusing on his home run, but he did set the strikeout record.
1: Oh, a number of consecutive games. 33 straight games he struck out. Yeah, but who cares? Look at well, obviously, numbers. who cares? Did I know. you ever play that uh, spinning baseball game as a kid? It was called Cateco Ellis All-Star Baseball. And you, each player had his own card. So you would have a card for Mickey Mantle. Mm-hmm. You would have a card for Pete Rose or, or for Babe Ruth. And you would spin the dial. And if the dial came up on the number one, that was a home run. If the dial came up, I think, on 10, it was a strikeout. But each player had different um, – Spaces based on their abilities. Oh, okay. So, in that other words, yeah. Babe Ruth had a huge home run spot that you could land on. Right. Okay. But he also had a gargantuan strikeout <laughs> spot because the babe struck out a lot. Yeah. So, same with Mickey Mantle. You know, Mickey had a nice big home run spot. You know, there were players like, oh my God, some little shortstop. You would, there's no way it would ever land on a home run. You know, they, because right. it was so oh, no, I've space was so those, well. but it, it was sense. a great little game we played as a kid. But yeah, yeah Aaron Judge is going to hit a lot of home runs, going to strike out a lot. So, what do you make of the statue thing? I really have to tell you, I have mixed feelings. My tendency is to agree with what Donald Trump said the other day. I understand the angst that statues bring to people. Uh, I would assume um, African-Americans are particularly incensed over a Confederate statue, brings up thoughts of slavery. Where have they been?
2: If if it's an issue today, why isn't it an issue five
1: years ago? I don't know. Well, it's because of Charlottesville, obviously, but... Well,
2: uh, always, we always have these things. But we I also
1: have this issue about history, and I'm sorry. I mean, I know you can put these things in a museum. Listen, they, they tore out this plaque at Fort Hamilton by a church yesterday, a Robert E. Lee plaque that was on a tree. Did anybody even know it was there? I no, heard them interview no. some local resident, and I had no idea it was there. Exactly. So now you're going to make a big deal of taking this plaque down, um, why not have the plaque as a talking point? You know, who was Robert E. Lee? What did he represent? Yeah, why really. was that good? Why was that bad? Why can't that be history? Why, we're going to go around taking that. Now, I understand the other point of view. Don't don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm an idiot and I don't realize why some of these statues upset people. You know, in, the, in Baltimore, in the middle of the night, they took down four statues. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now we have
2: uh, Cuomo, Cuomo and de Blasio. De Blasio we're roll, chirping, yeah. yeah. These guys, they're just jumping on the bandwagon.
1: But even the ones in the Bronx that the Cuomo wants to take down um, – they're kind of in a museum setting. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like, the, I don't know. So we're going to take phone calls probably after the 7 o'clock news on the statue issue. And believe me, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to play dumb. I understand both sides of the issue. You know, when, when you ask me right off the bat, what do I think? I say, you know, leave them up. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I, don't I would, why would it's such a you. huge, oh, you do agree. Yeah, okay. I do, I do. Right. Joe, this guy, you know, I don't know if we should take this yeah, call. Yeah, yeah, bring, really? Call. Yeah, yeah, take him. out. Irvington, Jim wants to talk to you from Irvington. Uh, Jim, you're not happy with Joe? What's going on, Jim? First,
4: Joe sounds pretty stupid. He said the other day that Antifa on the left was okay. They were for the country. Antifa was in Germany when the Russians took over after the war, right? And they were so communistic and so strong that the the Russians actually had to put the leaders of Antifa in jail because they were— the people okay, so, so Jim,
1: so bottom line, do you think the two sides are equal in Charlottesville, uh, equal blame both sides?
4: For violence at all. And Excuse me? And that's said that the girl got killed. It, but he, but that's not the point. The point I'm trying to make is Kenny Fah is out to destroy America. And you're Jewish. George Soros put, stole from the Jews.
1: All right, here storm. we go. You
4: can okay. make
2: a speech. No, Thanks, he, Jim. But, you know, look, at he... Antifa is not a good organization. Right. They they
1: they want to. I'm what, sorry, Jim. I'm sorry, Joe. Nazis, white supremacists, KKK. That's the bad they, side, period. I'm sorry on this argument. If that's going to piss off some of our listeners, so be it.
2: I, I think that trumps the other guys. Yeah, I mean they're bad, and they want to make America ungovernable. That's their their mantra, and they're they're bad people. They're bad people. So, yeah. uh, but. I think the neo-Nazis are worse.
1: Well, all the Republicans are ducking for cover. There must be a reason why they don't think the president's correct. Coming up, we're going to check out that Charlottesville Memorial. It was really something yesterday. You're going to want to hear this. First, our initial look at traffic with Bernie Vider. Ah, the president already screwed up my big three. I said the big three. He hasn't tweeted anything yet (laughs) about Charlottesville. (laughs) Bingo! Uh, He just tweeted. uh, Go ahead. You read it, Joe. Publicity-seeking
2: Lindsey Graham... By the way, he is publicity-seeking. He's correct on that. Falsely stated that I said there is a moral equivalency between the KKK, neo-Nazis, and white supremacists. Dot, 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 dot. That's all he said. But I think he did.
1: No, and he didn't finish up the tweet here. Oh, I didn't get it. I'll get, get that. it for you. Okay. Yeah. So he said, uh, "Okay, you read it." Uh, dot, dot, dot. And people like Mrs. Hire, in other words, oh, Lindsey Graham is making the equivalent that uh, that uh, that that Trump says there's an equivalency between Mrs. Hire and all these hate groups. I'm not sure Graham did that. No, I think most people have criticized him for saying there was a moral equivalency between the two groups in in the riots.
2: I think that's what the president said. Yes. Yeah, and he was asked that directly.
1: Uh, And and then he continued, and people like Mrs. Hire, such a disgusting lie. He just can't forget his election trouncing The people of South Carolina will remember. So this tweet's a little off here because is that what Lindsey Graham did? He claimed that the president made a moral equivalency between Nazis on one side and Mrs. Hire on the other side? I don't remember that one. Uh, I don't know. Miss Hire. Uh, I don't know either. All right. Um, By the way, we're going to take phone calls on the statue issue after the top of the seven, but a couple people already, so if they could make it quick, let's take a couple of quickies here. My feeling, and you seem to agree, Joe, is I'm not so sure you should be tearing down all these statues. I think it's part of history. It could be a learning curve, and your point is, well, why not tear it down last year or two years ago or five years ago? So let's see what a couple people think. Let's try uh, David, uh, Lyndon, New Jersey. Uh, Dave, you're up. Hey, what's going on, guys? Love your show. Thanks, pal. All right, Len, I
4: think me and you and all of our friends, we're going to head over to Egypt and just destroy and take
1: down all the pyramids because I, I, my feelings are hurt that, that my people built those on slavery, you know? Yeah. The okay. same thing. We'll have a nice trip. Thanks, David. Appreciate <laughs> it. How about, how about Mike and Beth Page? Hey, Mike, you're up. Good morning, guys.
4: Len, I think for the first time ever, I agree with you. What's wrong, hey! Mike? What's wrong? Has hell frozen <laughs> over, Mike? What's going hey, on? Should I get Len. my ice skates down All in Hades? Right. What's going on? Appa- apparently, because taking down the statues, it's, it's history, and it should be a talking point. It's something that if you don't know history, what's the phrase? You're likely to repeat it. Right, you're doomed to repeat so, it. Yeah. All right. yeah, you can't get rid of history. It's what it is.
1: I think I, I happen to agree you, with you. Mike, you agree should, with me. On, Mike, on, you want to go out for a beer? Uh, I yeah. can, I could I win you over on some other things.
4: Uh, Bud Light or uh, what do you regular? P-
1: do you play golf in
4: Page? No, I uh, don't play golf. I'm not old enough to play golf yet.
0: What? what? Hey, what?
2: wait a minute. What? Wait An a minute. minute.
4: Exactly. <laughs> now you're insulting
2: Bartlett Hey, <laughs> I'm still too active. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm no, sorry, Joe. It. All right, Mike. Bye. Thanks. Well, how
3: old is he that he doesn't play golf? Oh, My Mike, son should, is Mike, playing should,
2: golf. Mike, Mike, you there? No. Yeah. How yeah, old yeah. are how you, old Mike? you, How old are you? I'm 68. Yeah, I figured. Get okay. Out!
1: I <laughs> 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 Love you, Mike. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's all in his head. How about <laughs> that? He didn't let's, get there. Let's,
2: let's get that moment. I, th- I think you're in Simpatico. With most of our listeners right now on
1: on this issue. I may rethink my position now. No, no, no. I think you're right. (laughs) I think (laughs) you're (laughs) right right on this one.
3: Oh, my God. Uh, What a magic moment. I I heard that the sun is going to disappear,
0: That's
1: right. Yeah, (laughs) next next time you're going to tell me 72% of the sun's going to get covered up. Berman was agreed with by Uh, a listener. Hey, uh, after the top of the seven, we'll take some more, more phone calls. Let's talk about that memorial service yesterday. Very touching because the parents of Heather Heyer came up there i i watched it on cnn i was a little surprised i switched over the fox and didn't see it did they cover some of it and not all of it I, I i don't know what they did but uh um i thought it was very touching susan bro the mother uh listen to a little of her we
5: don't all have to die we don't all have to sacrifice our lives they tried to kill my child to shut her up well guess what you just magnified her yeah that's a
2: good point very very
1: strong and uh actually uh, just to jump around her last comment before she left I thought was uh was pretty good too.
5: I'd rather have my child but by golly if I got to give her up we're going to make it count.
1: That's something.
2: Yeah and no, I What do you mean when she'd make it count? What do you think?
1: Well, I think she meant let's uh, try to tone down the rhetoric. Let's try to get rid of the racism. Let's try to Uh, get along. I don't think that's happening. Well, obviously, there's been going on for, what, forever? Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah, exactly. And uh, that's the part that, that always galls me because I'm not so young anymore, and I just always thought that, we're making progress. We're making progress. Martin Luther King. We're making progress. Things are, co- and then you get to a point where we're making no progress.
2: And I, I, I think we are. I mean, if you take well, they did the elect a
1: black picture, president, so I guess yeah, that has to be considered that, some you, progress. Right.
2: Take, <laughs> I mean, take a look at the big picture. I mean, there's a lot more racial harmony here. There's a lot of work that we have to do. And um, but when you have these groups that are fomenting racial unrest, they have to be put down, and they can't be emboldened by. Public officials.
1: I agree, and you can't be marching through streets public. I know First Amendment fine, but really, you're going to go marching through the street with a tiki torch, saying that African Americans will not replace us, Jews will not replace us. Really, I,
2: I think the public officials in Charlottesville made a huge mistake um, in allowing the counter rallies to get too close to one another, and they should have just sort of isolated that group to one area. I mean, there's none of this made would have happened. I think had they just.
5: More than once, actually. Do I have
3: to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really?
0: Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
3: I never win and tell.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Done a little better planning. Well, and you're telling me she'd be alive today?
2: Well, you you wouldn't put two groups together like that. You shouldn't. Common sense tells you not to do it.
1: We're coming up on 631. Uh, Todd's on vacation. He will be back Monday, and uh, we'll have the whole crew back together again. Uh, Joe Bartlett, uh, capably filling in for Todd, and filling in for uh, Joe almost as capably is Jeff McKinney. Jeff, good morning. Pardon me? (laughs) Almost, Jeff.
6: Jeff. Love you, Jeff.
1: Good morning. What headlines you got?
6: Well, I was going to. Uh, I'll give you another soundbite with uh, Susan Brough, okay, cool. who is the mother of Heather Heyer, yeah. because she was uh, so touching and she was so to the point. And more than 1,000 people were on hand for that memorial service yesterday, uh, remembering Heather Heyer. She, of course, is the woman who was killed in Charlottesville when that car slammed into a crowd of people. About 20 other people were injured. So Susan Brough, her mother, says she's going to make her daughter's death count for something.
5: We don't all have to die. We don't all have to sacrifice our lives. They tried to kill my child to shut her up. Well, guess what? You just magnified her.
6: And she encouraged everyone there to look for ways to make a difference in this world. President Trump is continuing to face backlash after blaming both sides for the attack in Charlottesville. CEOs abandoned the president's manufacturing council and strategy and policy forum, forcing Trump to disband both of them. Five armed services chiefs have posted statements on social media speaking out against white supremacists. Phoenix Mayor Greg Stanton is urging the president to delay a planned trip to the city next week for a rally, saying he was disappointed the president would hold a political event so soon after Charlottesville. And despite all the pushback to Tuesday's press conference, President Trump told aides that he feels liberated. The New York Times says Trump even seemed to bask in his remarks. The president viewed his comments as a retort to the political establishment which is trying to tame his impulse. I wonder how he feels that way. <laughs> uh,
1: he, he obviously is not watching CNN or some of the other outlets. So I wonder why he feels uh, that way. That, are
6: they handing him folders again with only the positive stories in it? Uh, maybe it's just uh, personally without even consulting anybody else. Maybe just personally wow. within himself well, you, he feels liberated by what he did because he's not kowtowing to the forces without. Yeah, but if at you're some his, point. If you're, you ahead,
2: if you're his advisor and yeah. he comes to, you, hey,
6: that was good,
2: what do you say to him?
1: Well, the point is also- I think, I think I made the point. That was perfect. Well, I think, I think listen- He's the president. You I don't think, say much. I think he prides himself in pushing back from what people want or expect or think. I think he does uh, pride himself in being uh, different, his own, okay? His own, man. his own man. However, politics being what they are, you need consensus. You need yep. to get people. You need to get- All the other Republicans are, like, he, hiding for cover. I mean, he
6: sounds like his own man who's not going to run for re-election. Well, if you keep doing I mean, it this, already it's sound, tough. it already sounds that way. He's just uh, how you do you know, get the Republican to my and, time doing yeah. what I want to do and political establishment be down? How, well,
1: how does he think they're going to react? You know, for his next big tax initiative or his budget initiative or all these things.
2: I think well, that's the problem that he's sort of jeopardizing his agenda with yeah, this kind of behavior. Right. And you know, the other thing that happened yesterday that I felt was pretty scary was the military leaders coming out and rebuking the president. Now that you know, you've got when you've had the military. Opposing the president? I mean, if this were a different country, that's the seeds for a revolution. Okay.
1: He just tweeted, the public is learning even more so how dishonest the fake news is. Oh, okay. they, totally uh, they totally misrepresent what I say about hate, bigotry, etc. Shame.
6: Oh, okay. Well, now
1: we know what the case is. Well, we, we, know, he, he, we know he decried bigotry. He did. He, did. he, he did. was yeah. strong terms. He was against hate. He was against bigotry. Where he ran into trouble was this equivalency between both sides. That's where the problem was. Not what he said about hate and bigotry.
6: Now, you guys, you guys were talking about this a moment ago. So, uh, de Blasio now says the city of New York is conducting a 90-day review of all symbols of hate on city property, he says the Commemoration for Nazi collaborator Philippe Pétain in the Canyon of Heroes will be one of the first that's removed. A plaque honoring Robert E. Lee. He was a uh,
1: French guy who collaborated with the Nazis, right? Is that yeah,
6: but he is in the Canyon of Heroes right. because Philippe Pétain, who went on to head Vichy France, which was in collaboration right. with the Nazis, was a World War One hero. Okay. That's why he has a plaque there, not because of anything that happened. Really? So yeah. I, I would... I, I, I'm, I'm really, you know, all I'm these really torn expedient on this politicians really get to me, you know. And, 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 and Trump makes the of... point:
1: where do you draw the line? There's yeah. a
6: bandwagon, and everybody's jumping on it. Yeah, is, is what you're seeing yeah. right now. But I also t- told you, and I, and I was talking to you uh, before six a.m. Right. and I said, you know, there is a uh, practical expediency here too, because these can serve as uh, focuses of unrest. So if you get I rid understand. of them, yeah. if you get rid of them, you're, you're not going to have demonstrations in front of them. Thank you, Jeff.
1: All good discussion. Uh, we'll continue it all morning long. Uh, we're going to have our entertainment report, a couple of fascinating stories, and Natalie's going to tell you how to win the lottery. But coming <laughs> up first, traffic with Bernie Viter. 6.41 on a Thursday morning, the 17th of August. Let's see. We're looking for a pretty good uh, day today. Uh, high of 81 degrees, partly cloudy skies. I guess tomorrow is the day we build the ark. Uh, you know, looking at rain. A lot of Nothing rain on, tomorrow. Yeah, rain tomorrow, so that my my nine holes in the afternoon looks like it's underwater. Right? Play today?
2: Oh, you can't play. <laughs> I gotta get my nap. I can't play on Thursday.
1: <laughs> I need a nap. You, you know, you're so right. Well, I, if, you, if
2: you why don't you need a nap on Friday?
1: I, I I still take the nap. I play the nine holes after the nap. I always need a nap. Oh, okay. I didn't when Todd's here. I need a nap halfway through the show. <laughs> but, no, just kidding, Toddie. Todd's on vacation somewhere in Alaska. He'll be back on Monday. Joe Bartlett. Hey, he,
2: it. Speaking of Todd, he p- w- tweeted out. I think it was last night. Going off the grid. Where the heck was he going? Really?
1: Going. I'm going to be off the grid. Go, people applauded. I don't know. Yay! It's about time. What, really? What I would bad. assume if one's in Alaska, one is off the grid. <laughs> Pretty much. not with him. <laughs> So this is the time of the day that Joey and I have been doing entertainment news each morning, and we all saw the footage a couple of days ago when Tom Cruise did that stunt yeah. in London filming Mission Impossible 6. He went, uh supposed to clear a wall, and he went running right into the wall. Well, now you know, we're wondering, no, what happened? Yeah. You know, it was silence. Now, according to Page Six, he broke his ankle. Looked like he would have broken a rib. I know. Looks like he went chest first into the building yeah. that he was trying to you know, jump on top of. It says he uh, broke his ankle. Filming will continue. Uh, oh, wait a second.
2: No, it's no, no it's, it's Ben Oh,
1: production yeah. will be will go on hiatus yeah. while Tom makes a full recovery. Right. They said that's going to be several weeks.
2: How do you recover several weeks from a broken ankle? It Boy, takes a little gonna, bit longer than think that. Think
1: how much that's going to cost them.
2: Yeah, you all everybody for a movie off the to, set
1: to go on hiatus like yeah. that. Oh wow, that's going to cost yeah. them a bundle. Uh,
2: you can't recover from a broken ankle in two weeks. can I you? I didn't say
1: two weeks. I thought I thought I read somewhere. Now it's not in the story. Natalie, did you see another story? I I might have seen. Oh, here it is. It said Hollywood blog Deadline reported crews could be sidelined for nine weeks. Yeah, that's a long hiatus. That's they, a
2: long time. But they they claim the movie is still going to be done on time.
1: Yeah. And if you're shooting outdoors in London. Weather changes nine weeks from now if you're shooting in the middle of summer. Mm. So you got to worry about continuity just inside the movie talk That's there. That's Hey, who's the number one paid actress in Hollywood? It used to be Jennifer Lawrence. She's been dethroned. Throne. Do you want to guess who? I know who. Okay, you want to guess who's in second place? Um,
3: Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> no. No? No. no. So she got knocked down
1: more than no, one? No, no. Well, this is silly. I don't know how they – first of all, when Forbes puts out these numbers – I never know what they're, what they're basing it on. Um, well, Emma made, Stone.
2: Emma Stone. But she made a lot of money with La La Land, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: Number one. It, uh, she's on the list for the first time, and she's number one. Who's, Emma Stone, $26 million for La La Land. Okay. Uh, the film raked in $445 million. She, wow. Obviously, she got a piece of the action. So who was um, number two? Number two is Jennifer Aniston. For what? Coming just short. Aniston continued to steadily book acting gigs. Much of her fortune comes from endorsement deals with brands like Emirates Airlines, yeah. Smartwater, and Avino. I see a lot of those. And yeah. What Airlines about the
3: they, reruns of Friends?
1: she must make. Oh, sure. Oh my I mean, gosh, a ton. Yeah, I mean they were making a million an episode. That is when it was live. But number 3 right behind now, that's why, you know, you're talking about 26 million for Emma Stone, 25.2 million for um Aniston and they're saying 24 million for Jennifer Lawrence slipping. T- it's the first time since 2014 that she's slipped.
2: Wow. Well, she has not really had any hit movies, has she?
1: Uh, Jennifer Lawrence? No. no. Uh, she had 46 million last year.
2: I think the last one was Passengers, and that well, was not a. She took a
1: 50% pay cut. <laughs> Want to hear who wounds w- out the top five? Yeah. Uh, Spicy's number four. Melissa McCarthy. Really? Yeah, 18 million. And oh, that's right. She's been in a lot of these movies, yeah. Mila Kunis. 15 millionish with 15 million. Wow. And the other little entertainment item. Now I I know you watch Game of Thrones. You want to hear all about the next episode? No,
2: don't tell me.
1: Well, HBO it wasn't hacked. They accidentally I leaked it uh to a couple of uh websites in Europe in Spain and uh, and a Nordic website and uh so I can give you all the details. You no, want to hear? No, you can it's, it's in Spanish. I don't think you can I can tell you what happened. I'm sure it's someone not- was able to
3: translate it. Fourth episode. No, 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 right. no, no, no. There's only so two left.
1: HBO leaked it by accident. Yeah. All right, Natalie. This is this is a brilliant. Okay. What a what a brilliant article. As as we told you, Powerball tomorrow night, a Saturday night, over half a billion dollars, five hundred ten oh. million. Natalie has come up with a Forbes. Now, if it's in Forbes, this must be some serious. What research do you have it here. against
3: Forbes all of a sudden? Well, when they do these, he's estimates. not in it. <laughs>
1: no, when I, they do yeah, these exactly. estimates, he's not on that list <laughs> yeah, of radio hosts like, making you, the money. Yeah, I'll tell you, who doesn't like Forbes. Is Trump? They they underestimate it all the oh, time. Right, yeah. But how okay. they really know? It's just guesses. Well, this
3: is what they're saying. So, if you're buying your lottery ticket, the be- you know, everybody want How do you get a good or better chance to win? I don't know. You think it's all the same, but they say going into a pool, even though you're going to have a smaller piece of the pie, your chances are better. So here's how it works. If you spend $10 of your own money and you play five games, that's $2 a game. And if you spend $10 in a pool where 100 people are contributing, I don't know where that's going to happen, $10 each, you play 500 games, that means you have 100 times chance yeah, more of winning. Times
1: about well, they cite this okay. uh, Newsday article uh, where they say 1,200 people mm-hmm. in Plainview uh played powerball when it reached 1.5 billion they contributed 10 dollars a piece and they wound up playing 6000 games and did they win no uh, no. <laughs> 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 but if they had, if they had, each participant would have gotten $720,000.
3: Out of a half a billion? So we probably have 100 people here at iHeart. Let's not ask.
1: No, anyone. no, no, no. We're let's, not just a a Let, let's, let's just do a little pool. Let's keep the here. money for us. Right here. The people right. who work on this show. Today. You know, even to- Skipper. Today.
3: All right. We got to talk about Todd, though. Todd talk
1: about and that. Around. That's a big issue. I don't know. <laughs> That's a big the love. He wouldn't dilemma. buy in, even if we asked. Ah, him. He doesn't want money. Ah, he, doesn't, he doesn't believe in lotteries. When we come back. Another tree falls. What the heck is going on? But first, traffic with Bernie Viter. Well, there's always a nice email to get, Joe. Yeah. Uh, listener Richard says, Thanks for the great tickets to last night's game. Great seats. And sat next to very nice people who also won tickets. Oh, how about that? So you think, oh, only the people who listen to the show are nice people.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. they won,
1: But that's pretty cool. And I saw one of them, either Rich or the people he sat next to, tweeted out a picture last night. They had great seats for oh, Yan- Yankees-Mets. They're, they're your seats. Well, they weren't our personal seats, but they were great. Oh, they were not your personal seats. Great though. seats for Yankees. Trust me, they were great seats for Yankees-Mets. They had a great view of uh, Aaron Judge's homer, which hasn't come down <laughs> Thanks, Rich. Glad you had a good time. So we have Alice uh, over on East 8th Street. Saw the story. Crazy. There's a guy with a Confederate flag in his window. <laughs> And police had to show up last night because there was one guy throwing rocks at the window. I don't know. Alice, What what's going on?
7: I have made a stunning discovery here, and it's being revealed for the first time on 710WOR. And? New Yorkers, New Yorkers don't look up.
1: <laughs> so nobody knows they, who was there know, except one guy, right?
7: They don't walk around the neighborhood looking up. Every, I mean, I'm just... You know how I am. I'm just, you know, assaulting people at random, saying, hey, hey, have you you seen these flags? And they're like, what? What? Uh Oh, I walk my dog here every morning. Lots of dog walkers here on the Lower East Side. Thanks so much for being here. Gives me people to talk to. (laughs) And they're like, I don't walk around looking up. I never saw these before. Well, Alice, this uh, Confederate flag,
1: apparently the Confederate flag, along with an Israeli flag and a U.S. flag, they've all been in the window there for more than a year.
7: Correct. So this guy, I don't know what his deal is. There's uh, uh, one guy uh, here who said that he, he knows him and, you know, he may not be all there. Another woman said he used to belong to her church and she hasn't seen him in a while. But um, these flags have been here, as you said, for a while. Nobody ever noticed except the guy who decided to throw rocks. And there's cops parked right outside here.
2: You know, maybe the simple answer is the guy could not afford blinds or drapes. so he, you know, I, I have pla- have these And they
3: plans. were half price at <laughs> the dollar store. <laughs> it's all he had. I
7: mean,
2: it's all he had
7: laying around the house. Yeah, exactly. Well,
1: it says here a video <laughs> obtained by the Daily News shows a man lobbing rocks at the sixth floor window of the building at the corner of Avenue right. D and uh, East 8th Street. And they said the police were there and they, they taped off the area. They didn't want to riot. Oh, yeah,
7: yeah. Right, but there's no tape here, and okay. the cops say that was the only incident. Okay. That was the only guy. Well, listen, nothing has happened since.
1: We expect you to get an. It, my- we expect you to get an interview with this guy and get back to us later this morning. What do you say?
7: Seriously, you want me to get an interview with this guy? I went up to the building, and if it was like you know how some buildings you go floor by floor, this yeah. one is just numbers. So uh, I don't know what number his apartment. Well, so I
1: hit all the sixth floor numbers. But wait, wait a while. Don't wake them all up yet. But fifth
7: floor Len. fifth, fifth, fifth. Fifth. Oh,
1: well. The the Daily News said sixth floor.
7: They are wrong. Okay, I'm counting. One.
1: Alice is correcting the Daily News. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Alice. I'm, Get back to us. See what's wh- going uh, on.
2: We're going. This is a, this is a weird world we live Isn't in. A we're guy going. Has a Confederate flag at uh, his window. Yeah. Uh, because we see a Confederate flag, and all of a sudden we got to throw rocks. We got to have riots.
1: Crazy. How about another tree falling? Crazy. Joe. Yeah, that's another one. This was uh right outside City Hall. A tree felled on an elderly woman. Uh When you say elderly, what do you mean by elderly? Well, I don't know. Okay. Um but this one yeah, but your uh, age. This <laughs> 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 Oh, this was uh Well uh, I don't know. Is elderly sixty seven? No, huh?
3: Nobody in the room wants to say that. No, no comment. <laughs> right.
1: Well, let me tell you. It may be to the Daily News. <laughs> I changed the word to elderly. The Post said a tree fell on an old woman. Old, sixty-seven. Whoa. Oh, old. Was this was this written by an eighteen-year-old? Probably old, <laughs> old Jeff. <laughs> Old. That's unbelievable. Do you think it's young? Sixty-seven is very young. Trust me, (laughs) (laughs) that's the prime of youth. Oh oh, Uh, gosh! Some lady said it was like a Hitchcock film. (laughs) Um, Let's see. uh, uh, Angelos Arcos was injured when the huge tree branch fell on her leg as they were eating lunch. Just sitting in the park eating lunch, and boom! This is another tree. She she didn't want to go to the hospital or anything. She was fine. She had a scratch, and that was about it. But. uh, the trees! My goodness! She should have gone. Yeah. Oh, and, fa- L- and sued, lawsuit. right? Uh-huh. Lawsuit. <laughs> <Yeah>. Lawsuit. <laughs> there you go. Sadly. That's not nice. Then. Yeah, yeah. Really, you it's are. True though, a scheming individual. You.
2: So now we have to worry about seeing Confederate flags and trees falling on us.
1: Unbelievable.
3: Maybe you should be looking up.
1: Know what else you have to worry about? <laughs> what? A flash grenade going off by mistake. Now, what was this crazy story? This was at Federal Plaza. Firefighters come racing. Word of a hand grenade going off. And it turns out it was. Uh, A federal agent, just by mistake, his flash grenade. Now, a flash grenade is one of these grenades you makes noise, makes noise, and you try to distract people. And uh, so it went off in his hands. So I guess he was injured,
2: (laughs) accidentally. I assume, right? They said it was
1: just just a little accident. Was the quote? Well, it was a little accident to him if his hand is all messed. But
2: you hear, but get that. You just think of that call, hand grenade explosion, FBI headquarters. Yeah, I know
1: it's unbelievable. And we come back, we want to get into the statue issue. We want to take your phone calls. Should they be tearing down statues left and right? That's what they're going to do here in the city as well. They already took a plaque down in Brooklyn yesterday of Robert E. Lee. The governor's going to tear stuff down. The uh, mayor's investigating. He wants to tear down statues. What do you think? Tear them down or is it a part of history? That's your call. Give us a call, 800-321-0710, right after the top of the news, and you'll be next. But first, as we approach 7 o'clock, Jeff McKinley with the news. It is Jeff McKinney. I just changed you to a president.
5: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
3: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
3: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 7.05
1: on a nice summer Thursday. Welcome back to Len and Todd. This morning it's Len and Joe with Todd on vacation. Uh, McKinney asked me if I made this up. No, this is in the post. It says a tree fell on an old woman outside City Hall. An old woman. Turns out this old woman is 67. Must have been written by a twelve-year-old. Depends on your perspective, I suppose. Uh, my perspective is that sixty-seven,
2: eight old. What's Na- your perspective, Joe? Uh, it's not old. <laughs> Natalie, Natalie is sixty-seven old.
3: Is an old uh, woman. Don't put me in this position. Well,
1: you're you're not, uh, not approaching that. I'm at not any point. there yet. Uh, yeah. Let's put it this way: uh, you're yeah. closer to sixty-seven <laughs> than you are to eighteen. Okay. Let me put it that way.
3: Uh yeah. well, ah,
1: oh. see, it is old. It's old. I mean, me
3: but old. what are you going to where are you going to put old at yeah.
1: then? What is old? It is old yeah. bad. When do, when it's, you, it's always old is always 10 years older than what I am. Well, actually <laughs> <they have> to,
3: <laughs> at some point uh, at some no, point yeah. no, eligible for
2: social security that makes you elderly, I guess.
3: But it, but but this is the point. Yeah. Should old be bad or negative? See, so you're saying old is a bad or I a did. negative
1: thing. They said a tree fell on an old woman.
3: There you go. So you well, can't say she's not old, but you can't look at it as it's a bad thing. That's
1: a, that's a bad adjective. That's not good. No.
2: <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have elderly. <laughs> well, you really? There? You'd what rather have just...
3: elderly? It... Elderly sounds
1: don't worse don't to me. Old. You know what they always do? When I read in the British papers. They always call anyone over 65 a pensioner. A pensioner. They okay. always refer to it as a pensioner. Uh, you well, know, that's, they were, they were well, that's like easier. calling
3: someone you know, a senior. Well, a senior 67 know, is a senior. I but I don't like that. Well, that's okay. Because then actually, you get the,
1: get the movie discount.
3: I, well, fine. <laughs> but see, there's a positive about there it. There you go.
1: Oh boy! Uh, we're going to take your phone calls right here. 800-321-0710. The statue controversy: should they be tearing down all these Confederate statues? And the mayor uh, now wants to tear down a plaque that has to do with a uh, French uh, who is a Nazi, a Frenchman who was a Nazi sympathizer, but he was a World War One hero, was in the Canyon of Heroes, and, and where do you draw the line? That's what the president said. Personally, I agree with the president. i you know, I think the whoa, uh, whoa, whoa! Say it again. I said personally, I agree with the president. Okay, why does that shock you? You've got to accentuate that. Well, I'm just saying. I just, I just think these things are part of history. But that's my point of view, and I understand the other point of view. That particularly for African Americans, when uh, if they see somebody, somebody from the Civil War, or they see Stonewall Jackson or Robert E. Lee, that opens up a, a wound that uh, hasn't closed yet. So I understand the other argument. So I'm, I'm anxious to hear what our listeners have to say. Eight hundred three two one zero seven ten. Now. Just before we get to that, let's see. uh, The president has just tweeted again. Yeah. Okay. So this
2: is sort uh, of an innocuous. It was about
1: the uh, race for um, Arizona. Arizona. Okay. But uh, his first one was uh, publicity-seeking. Lindsey Graham falsely stated that I said there's a moral equivalency between the KKK, neo Nazis, white supremacists, and people like Mrs. Hire. Such a disgusting lie.
2: Now, you, and I, I think, you know, the perception out there is that he did draw a moral equivalency, correct?
1: Well, he did. I felt that it, there was an equivalency drawn between the two sides, yeah. Okay. Were, there were many, many sides here. They were both wrong. So, yeah, that drew an equivalency to Well, me.
2: technically, he did not. Okay. He, so we, we went back, right. got the question. This was from an ABC reporter, I believe. Okay. Here's the question, and here's the president's answer. <laughs>
5: Are putting what you're calling the alt-left and white
3: supremacists on the same moral plane?
2: I'm not putting anybody on a moral plane. What there you go. See, I'm not putting anybody on a moral plane. So. Right, so that's- take the morality out of it. That's incorrect.
4: The but- saying is this. You had a group on one side, and you had a group on the other, and they came at each
2: other with clubs, and it was vicious, and it was horrible, and it was a horrible thing to watch. But there is another side. There was a group on this side. You can call them the left. You've just called them the left. That came violently attacking the other group. So you can say what you want, but that's the way it is.
1: Okay. Well, I think you're mincing words there. He clearly was saying both sides were equally. Well, he gave
2: legitimacy to the KKK and white supremacists. That's what lifted them up. He emboldened them. Right. He gave legitimacy to
1: them. So did he technically say the words moral equivalency between the two? No. He didn't technically say the words.
2: That's so that, see? Now, his follow-up tweet to that was, the public is learning even more so how dishonest the fake news is. They totally misrepresent what I say about hate, bigotry, etc. cetera. Shame. Mm, I, Shame on you, Len.
1: I hate to Shame cup, on you, quibble with the guy. Our big three, the president's <laughs> in New Jersey. He has tweeted this morning, as we just mentioned. And all of his business leaders, uh, remember, many of them quit his advisory yeah. councils. Well, he fired them. So, you can't quit. You're all fired. So, he disbanded <laughs> the two councils. Right. Also in the big three, and we're going to talk <laughs> when about when you're getting
2: run out of town. Get ahead of the, uh, per- the parade and say you're leading it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. Hey, uh, also in the big three, down come the statues. Sounds like uh, down goes Fraser. Down come the statues and plaques, uh, Confederate symbols being torn down, including here in New York. Uh, And there is a Confederate flag controversy in the East Village. Alice stockton Rosini checking that one out for us. We're taking your phone calls here on the statues. Should they be coming down? And rounding out the big three, over half a billion dollars. There was no winner in Powerball last night. Saturday's jackpot is now a cool $510 million. Natalie says we have to pool. We haven't decided yet. We have a moral dilemma here. Do we include in the pool... Someone who might be on vacation? Ah, don't answer. We're to okay. we'll, have to we'll, figure we'll, out. We'll, well, between now and close we'll, of business tomorrow. We'll debate that, yeah. We'll okay. figure it out. Okay. okay, okay. Mets tickets coming up at 7.30, uh, a little less than 20 minutes from now. Uh, we have Todd's personal seats, speaking of someone on vacation. And mm-hmm. coming up at 8.30, we have the Turning Point Contest for more tickets. Not a real hard one to figure out. But the uh, Yankees uh, won again, so they've won all three. Josh Lewin will join us at 9.40. He had the call of that Aaron Judge homer, which is still heading into outer space, so uh, Monster. we'll uh-huh. have him on this morning at 940. Want to take some phone calls? Let's do
2: that. i going to be uh, kind of curious. I think we're going to have a lot of agreement on this Oh, Well, I don't know.
1: We'll see. Well, should they be tearing down statues or are statues, the Confederate statues, at the front? Let's check out uh, Jim in Queens. You're first up with Lennon Joe. Hey, Jim.
2: Hey, how you doing?
1: What's your thought here, Jim? All uh, right, my thought is
4: what's next, Gettysburg?
1: Well, you know, Gettysburg has been quoted. They, they, there was a spokesperson from Gettysburg saying we're not changing any of the Good. battlefield uh, statues or monuments. Because know, that's history. Monuments. Yeah, that's, a, that's a it's huge actually...
2: moment in history.
1: All right, Jim. That's the question. What's next? And that's what the president brought up. Let's go to uh, William in uh, Yonkers. William, what do you have to say?
6: Books will be next. Books. You know, a lot of people are offended by the Bible.
1: No. Who's offended by the Bible?
6: Deuteronomy, various statements against sodomy, which a lot of people in the uh, uh, lower west side will take great offense to. Uh, the Ten Commandments, uh, some people find uh, offensive. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not uh, uh, commit adultery. Uh, yeah,
1: president. what do they have against adultery? Yeah, get rid of the Ten you, Commandments. You know what it That's is kind what? of a
2: slippery slope. I mean well, you is, know. What are you
1: going to get rid of next, artwork? I sure. Mean, really, I mean, really, if well, the artwork is offensive? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. All right, thanks, uh, William. Uh, Boy, everyone wants to chime in here. Let's go to uh, Eddie in Norwalk, Connecticut. Eddie, you're up next. Hello, Eddie.
4: Good morning, guys. Listen, uh (laughs) I...
1: You're all nuts.
4: I think you're all nuts. I think you guys are way overblown. They're just talking too much about this stuff. Everybody's getting crazy because you kind of keep talking and talking about it. I'm 60 years old. We've been talking about this stuff since I was a kid. You're an old man, I don't know. How you are you going to solve this? You you guys seem like you have all the answers. Take statues down. Take this down. Take that. I don't have any answers. Hey, well, wait a minute. You're all crazy. You're, I think your, your media, is, I think you guys love
2: this stuff because what else are you going to talk about? I think well, you're all Eddie. nuts. Eddie, i got a question Honestly, for you're you. It, you're Eddie. making me nuts. Eddie. Yeah, go ahead.
1: You're right. We are all nuts. But that was, uh, secondly, we're, we're all being made nuts by the times we live in. What should we be talking about this morning if not the statues? Well, let's talk about, well, let's talk
7: about I don't know, anything good there? Is there anything good good that we could talk about What's except
1: do we have anything good? We'll check. We'll get back to you on that one, Eddie. Do we have anything good we can talk about, yeah. Natalie? That's on you. Uh, Natalie well, gives us all these stories. About a half in the a billion
2: dollars available in Powerball. Well,
1: that's good. We okay. could
3: just talk about that for four
1: Powerball? hours. That'll be exactly. an exciting <laughs> four-hour. <far laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's interesting. Is there anything good to talk about? You no, know, no, no,
3: I think I he's, agree with him. And you know, we we do focus on the negative. But no, a lot. but this is this
2: is important. This is an important thing because we have a movement that's trying to wipe out history. And figures, historical figures, because we disagree yeah. with them right. now. And, you know, we cha- history doesn't change. Our morals and our our beliefs change. History doesn't change. So you can't change that.
3: But I also think we need to talk about topics where there are different oh, sides absolutely. of the, st- the coin on it. Well, because, yeah. you know, good news, pretty much everybody agrees on it. And well. it, we should probably put it in a little bit more into our day. But we need to talk about stories that people have different opinions on. You know, you
1: never hear the old story. You never hear on the news about the fireman who saved the cat. It just doesn't happen. All right, let's go to uh, Mike in West Babylon. Mike, what do you have to say on the topic?
4: Good to talk to you again. You know, this, like you said, it's a slippery slope. This is going to keep going downhill, and it will reach books, kids in schools. Uh, Yeah, you know, the gentleman caller before hey, you were talking about it too much, talking about it too much. The scary part is all this talking about it is becoming action, and it's becoming knee-jerk action where you have that pastor just decided to take the,
1: uh, the um, plaque, the plaque yeah. right off out of the front of this church. That was in Brooklyn, and no one even knew the plaque was there. So I, exactly. And that you
4: even saw, one guy in the music. well, we didn't know it's there, but it's a good thing because it could have offended people. What? Well, <laughs>
2: hey, these days, Mike, you know what? People you,
4: these days, Mike, everything affects people these days.
1: Go on your business. All right. Yeah, Thanks, Mike. Thank you, you Mike. You know, these days, everybody. Let's uh, let's try Daisy in uh, Allendale, New Jersey. Uh, Daisy, uh, quickly, what are your thoughts?
7: Good morning. Listen, I it's like listening to CNN talking to you, listening to you guys talk this morning. We need Todd back. I agree with Eddie. I don't think that President Trump was sitting there saying that these statues are up. It's a good thing. And the the statues are not up because these guys were slave owners. They've obviously done something else, that they had statues put up for them. I would be protesting if I didn't have a job to go to seven days a week. I I am not a neo-Nazi. I am not a skinhead. I think Trump- would you
2: march with them, Daisy? Would you march in the I w- same?:
7: I wouldn't have marched with them, but I would have I, I I mean, how do you separate yourself? What do you do? Oh, these there's some bad people here. I got to go home. Yes, what-
1: yes, yes, right. you do. you do. You don't march with them. Daisy wants Todd back. Well, he's coming. What will you we all do? Yeah. That'll be my day. <laughs> well, we sound like CNN. Fake news. That's what we sound like without him. <laughs> Joe, we continue. We're going to go live to Charlottesville and talk about that amazing memorial yesterday. We'll have a live report coming up in just a moment. We're going to go to Charlottesville, Virginia momentarily. They had a couple of events yesterday. First, memorial service for Heather Heyer, the young lady who was killed by the car. And then they also had a candlelight vigil. We'll be checking in with Ryan Burrow of ABC News. Just, uh, Just one email I got because we're talking about the statues. Should they all be coming down, the Confederate statues? and all of our callers agreed with you and me, saying, well, maybe they're part of history, right, yeah. they're learning, and we can learn from them, and do we have to go tear them down? And, and we were agreeing with the president. Where do you stop? That's right. I uh, got an email from a listener named Judith who uh, wants us to reconsider our position. Uh, she says, as, as a Jew, she wouldn't want to walk around the streets of Germany and see statues to Hitler and Mengele and the, and the like. Uh, and she says, uh, you know... People have suggested you, you don't have to destroy the statues or the plaques. You can just move them to a museum.
2: Well, well, this is a bad comparison. Robert E. Lee is not on the same level as Hitler.
1: Well, it is a little bit different. It's not, little, yeah, not it's the same a same. Different, e- Not the same moral equivalency, huh?
2: No, I don't think so far, But, but far, I, understand far, far
1: the, I understand the argument. I don't think they have uh, statues to Hitler in Germany. I would assume they don't.
2: But <laughs> right. I, I, I go back to what I said earlier. Five years ago, that statue was not a problem.
1: Yeah, it wasn't a problem last year, No, four or six months ago. Exactly. All of a sudden, there's a plaque gone in Brooklyn. No longer the tree. Right. The plaque doesn't grow in Brooklyn anymore.
2: A plaque nobody even knew was there, and it was it's there. gone because okay. of what happened in Charlottesville.
1: Ryan Burrow, ABC News, been doing a great job in Charlottesville, and uh, that was quite a touching memorial service yesterday, Ryan.
4: Yeah, it really was a mix of emotions. Uh, you know, there were, there were a lot of stories there about Heather Hire. We didn't know a lot about her going into it, but we learned she was uh, a pretty fiery person who wasn't afraid to speak her mind and, and talked a lot, according to family members, many times with her hands. So I uh, got a little bit of color from, from her life and uh, a little bit better understanding of her personality. You've got to understand, of the hundreds of people that were there, uh, many of them had never met Heather before, hmm. um, but they were so moved by what happened and wanted to come out and pay their respects that, uh, uh, you know, it was more. More of a community uh, uh, unity unification uh memorial more than anything, but um, some really uh, good lines in there. her father talked about how she uh, uh you know always had love in her heart and and told everybody else to uh, also just love each other uh, he She had a boss, a former boss who uh, said that uh, she once uh, uh, broke up with a boyfriend because that boyfriend made fun of her african American boss and then her mother, Susan bro, had some of the uh, probably best and most rousing and most memorable uh, lines uh, of the event, saying, uh, telling people to, to channel their anger uh, into righteous action, all their anger and hate and fear. And she said, "I'd rather have my child, but by golly, uh, if I've got to give her up, we're going to make it count." So, uh, telling people to go out and, and uh, essentially do good things uh, in her daughter's name, so she didn't die in
1: vain. Mother is Susan Bro. Let's uh, let's listen to one of her comments uh, right here, Ryan.
5: We don't all have to die. We don't all have to sacrifice our lives. They tried to kill my child to shut her up. Well, guess what? You just magnified her.
1: Wow, that's uh, She's something to Susan that was, Bro to get up there, huh?
5: Yeah, and you know...
4: We- I talked to people afterwards, and they said, you know, we expected the mother to come up and and shed tears and, you know, sob through, uh, you know, some kind of remembrance. But that wasn't the case at all. I don't know if if maybe she was all cried out at that point, but uh, she went up there with a mission. And and talking to people afterwards, they said, you know, uh, they had never met Sue – um, they they had never met Heather before, but if Heather's qualities were like her mother's, uh, they understand now um, why she was so passionate about what she believed in and and why she was out there, um, you know, protesting uh, against the neo Nazis and white supremacists.
2: Hey, Ryan, has there uh, been the calm restored here in Charlottesville, or is there still uh, still a little edge to it?
4: You know, it seems for the most part, calm has been restored. Uh, A lot of the media now kind of picking up and, and heading out. And so, you know, you don't have the kind of the circus that you had before. Um, yesterday there was a lot of police presence around the memorial. Uh, obviously nothing happened, um, but they wanted to show that they were out there. Remember, too, that uh, Virginia State Police have to bury two of their own over the next couple of days. Uh, there are two funerals scheduled for Friday and Saturday. And that's uh, one thing the governor said when he first came out. He, he essentially said, look, one down, uh, three, uh, two to go uh, following what happened Saturday. So uh, still a lot of heavy hearts. But, yeah, we saw a peace march last night. Whoops, pardon me. We saw a peace march last night. Well, what happened, and- Ryan? I, I have an alarm that went off. So, oh, I uh, didn't
1: hear it. All right. It than, okay, <laughs> all right.
2: Uh, <laughs> Must be his next call coming. <laughs> Your next no, station. no, no,
4: no other call. I think I hit snooze uh, instead of uh, when I was <laughs> supposed to tell you guys. Anyways, uh, there was, a, there was a, uh, a candlelight vigil yesterday, and they walked the same path that those uh, torch-bearing neo-Nazis did on Friday, except this time they said uh, love uh, wins, and they were singing, and they did pause at the place where
1: Heather Heyer was killed. All right, Ryan Burrow. Thanks for your work that's this Ryan. week. Good job, ABC News. Appreciate it. All right, take care. All right. It
2: was interesting how these stories last one week and that's it. And you know, national news—they—they they descend on this little city in this scene. They create havoc and then they disappear in a week, well, and we, we forget about
1: it. We lo- you know, we think in those terms, having worked in the media. You know, how long does a story live, yeah, right. and, and how is it going to work? And uh, give us one more bite from uh, Mom or Dad because I, I thought it was really touching yesterday.
5: I'm sorry. It's not all about forgiveness. I know that that's not a popular trend. But the truth is, we are going to have our differences. We are going to be angry with each other. But let's channel that anger.
2: Okay, round two.
0: Name something that's not boring.
3: Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
0: Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No process full by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: She was very well spoken. Very well spoken. Terrific job from Susan Bro, the mom of. Either higher. Joe, let's give away Todd's tickets.
2: All right. He's not here, so I get the opportunity to give away Todd's personal tickets to see the Mets take on the Phillies September 5th at City Field. It's almost a guaranteed win for you, uh, Met fans. They'll be playing the Phillies September 5th. Caller number 9 at 800-321-0710. Caller number 9, 800-321-0710. You'll be the winner of Todd's tickets.
6: And you can purchase your tickets at Mets.com slash tickets.
1: Time for the news headlines. Jeff
6: McKinney. Jeff There has been a gruesome discovery in the Bronx. A man collecting soda cans found a bag of human remains inside a shopping cart.
1: I touched it. It felt kind of mushy, like carpeting, wet carpeting, and
2: I left it alone.
6: Well, a head was sticking out of the bag inside the cart on East 182nd Street. The medical examiner will now try to determine the victim's identity. President Trump is continuing to face backlash after blaming both sides for the attack in Charlottesville. CEOs abandoned the president's manufacturing council and strategy and policy form, forcing Trump to disband both. They don't exist anymore. Five armed services chiefs have posted statements on social media speaking out against white supremacists. And Phoenix Mayor Greg Stanton is urging the president to delay a planned trip to the city next week for a rally, saying he was... Disappointed the president would hold a political event so soon after Charlottesville. By the way, as soon as the uh
1: the mayor said that, the president tweeted and said, I'm coming. Yeah. yeah. And what they're afraid of is that he's gonna pardon Joe Arpeo, the uh the controversial the sheriff. sheriff out there. Yeah, Maricopa and, County. And that's gonna just fuel the whole idea of Well that. see, but
6: that's quite Trump. He says don't come, so Trump says yeah, I'm yeah. Coming.
1: but okay. that'll just fuel the the uh, people mm-hmm. who think he's discriminatory towards everybody but uh well but whites. So
6: this is how Trump is feeling about things. Despite all the pushback to Tuesday's press conference, President Trump telling aides he felt liberated. New York Times says Trump even seemed to bask in his remarks. The president viewed his comments as a retort to the political establishment, which is trying to tame his impulses. Well, but the, mili- the,
2: the military leaders coming out and distancing themselves from those remarks, those I, I would- think that's a significant development. Right, Military
6: leaders breaking with the president on this. Um, and who are those guys in the parlance of Donald Trump? They're his generals. They're his gen- The chiefs, yeah. My generals. He always generals. speaks of my generals. Well, wow. there's been a break between Donald Trump and his generals.
2: And, and uh, Republicans, apparently, too. Yeah. Aside from Mike, Mike Pence, he was the only one that uh, supported
6: the president's comments. Four people have been hurt, including one critically after a shooting on Long Island in Wyandanche. This happened late last night at Merritt Avenue and 15th Street. There have been no arrests thus far. Governor Cuomo will help break ground this morning on the new Moynihan Station. The project across the street from Penn Station. will expand the concourse for the Long Island Railroad. Cuomo has praised the redevelopment project, saying it will provide commuters with a state-of-the-art facility. One story warning. One story warning. All right. I'm going to give you one story here. The Atlanta Falcons are opening a brand-new football stadium that will come equipped with a Chick-fil-A restaurant. There's (laughs) just one problem. Now, this could be moronic companies in the news. This restaurant at the new Atlanta Falcons stadium won't be open on Sundays. That's because late Chick Fil A founder Truett yeah, Cathy instituted yeah. a mandate to keep all the franchises closed on the seventh day of the week. There are no exceptions, not even for football. So this, they open this thing up in a football stadium where they they play, play all Sundays. their games on Sundays. But they're going to get
1: and, s- they're getting tons of publicity for this.
6: So and maybe the restaurant, they- well, I, don't know. I hope they get a lot because they're not going to get. All okay. Sales in this. Restaurant. Well, I think
1: they they might have a Thursday night game or. A...
6: Well, it says only one of the Falcon games is on a day other than the Sunday yeah. this year. <laughs> but I, I mean, they I they sell they sell these venues for other events though. Well, yeah, but not right. that many. They're going to play. Been...
1: They said some college football, a couple of concerts, but that's interesting. Well, I hope they didn't do it for p- publicity. Well, I think they may have. They they know they don't open on Sundays. They know they play football on Sunday. You can't. You don't think they're just dumb, it's at Chick fil A, do you? It yeah. is odd. This is very odd. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Who, who do we have as a winner, Joe? Jack
2: Eisenstein from Woodbury, New York. You're the winner of Todd's personal tickets. You'll see the Phillies and the Mets play at City Field September 5th. Congratulations. Another chance to win tickets coming up at 830.
1: That'll be the Turning Point Contest. When we come back, we've got a food fight. No, really, literally a war for those food carts in Midtown. This turned bloody. That's all coming up next. But first, traffic. Bernie any Before I get to that literal food fight on Fifth Avenue between a couple of cart vendors that actually, actually turned – I don't know, I shouldn't laugh. Actually turned bloody. Uh, fortunately, uh, no serious injuries. Before I get to that, and also this missing talent agent just walked out of his house and he's yes. gone mm-hmm. from New Jersey where you live, Joe. Yeah, uh, A couple of videos we have up or will have up in the next few minutes at Todd, wr. com. By the way, I don't know if you realize it, but um, – if you only hear a part of the show, we put the entire show up probably around 11 a.m. And uh, it's the podcast from the entire show. And we take out all the commercials and the news and the sports and the traffic and weather. So it's nice and concise. And you can listen to the whole show, all the segments, and it doesn't take you that long. And uh, you go to lenintodwor.com. Check out the podcast because uh, if you miss something or you want to know what we said about something, uh, you can check it out there. And also, you can email us directly. And uh, people do it throughout the show. And sometimes when it sounds like I'm not listening to Joe, I'm just answering emails. And that's what Joe's doing right now. Joe, get off your phone. I'm talking here. I'm checking for presidential tweets. I'm offended. <laughs> of a couple of videos uh, before I mention the food fight. One of them is a crazy one. I actually saw it on Channel 4 this morning. And we're going to put the video up. There's a guy outside a church in Williamsburg, the Williamsburg Spanish Church on, on Grand Street, and starts smashing the glass doors of the church with a baseball bat. You just see him there. Standing in the street outside the church, this is just after seven o'clock last night, and he's smashing the the glass doors with a baseball bat. What what's his problem? Well, we don't know. The man is seen with a mustache and wearing a green shirt, swinging and taking several whacks at the church glass. And I think uh, you know, go take a look at the video if you live in that area. Maybe you can help identify this guy because uh, it's just bizarre. Just walk up to a church and start banging away at the glass. The other video, and I hate to laugh. When I was doing uh, Spanning the World, I always avoided these shots. Why? Because it was gratuitous. Yeah. In other words, uh, in boxing would be a low blow, and someone was punched right in the you-know-where, mm-hmm. and everyone would go, and, and oftentimes, there'd be a line drive. There'd be a cameraman near the dugout, and we'd hit him right in the family jewels. And I always... I tried to avoid this because we always said on the highlights that nobody got hurt. Well, there's no way you don't, you don't get hurt when you smash with a ball. But there's dry. nothing
2: funnier than somebody getting hit in the crotch.
1: Joe, you really think so? Well, last last <laughs> night, we're going to get this. Video, as long as it's not me. <laughs> we're going to get this video up. Uh, a guy by the name of Jordan Leandra threw out the first pitch. We're going to get the video up shortly. What were you we saying? Yeah, okay. It's up now. Okay. At com. Uh, Ray was telling me in my ear. And he's throwing the ceremonial first pitch. And there are a bunch of uh, 1967 Red Sox team members all lined up. That's the year they won the pennant. They were called the Impossible Dream there before the Mets were called the Impossible Dream two years later in 69. 67 Red Sox. Oh, see, they, they, they lost to the cards of the that's World right. Series. right. They
2: didn't win the World Series, right? Yeah, okay.
1: And to a guy named Bob Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> they lost 67 World Series. but So they got a bunch of the 67 Red Sox lined up behind them. And this fella. Uh, <laughs> is well-known, who throws out the first pitch. He sang the anthem. He's, he's a cancer survivor. Uh, he's well-known in the Boston area. In fact, he was in the movie Fever Pitch. There was a movie Fever Pitch that starred uh, Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barry. Oh, I, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. actually yeah. – they Actually, the conclusion is they're kissing on the field when the Red Sox actually won That's right. the 2004 World Series in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this guy throws the first pitch, and there's a cameraman shooting it behind home. He totally misses home plate, totally misses the catcher, and catches the cameraman right in the – well, actually, Ray, our associate producer, has the call. What was well, that, Ray? I think appropriately, the count was uh, two balls with one strike. There you go. <laughs> Ooh. Thank you, Ray. That's why. That's why we keep Ray around. And somebody got hurt. It's so, a boy, but this is a uh, this is a direct hit. Incoming. <laughs> this is it. Fortunately, it wasn't too fast. All right, so check out the video. W O R dot com. So this happened. This wasn't like at some remote location in the Bronx show. This is Fifth Avenue at Forty Fourth Street at ten a. m. You know the food trucks come up, and normally, I guess. They have a little bit of turf. I, you can't reserve a certain spot, but I guess no, no, no. I think you, tradition. Yeah, I think you have your spot. You have it nailed down as part of I'm your pretty permit? Sure. Yeah. I think it's just kind of tradition where everyone knows, well, that's where the halal guy goes, and this is where the fruit guy goes. And Well, anyway, the guy driving the halal truck sets up his cart in a spot that's typically occupied by a fruit stand. I don't think they have the rights to it honest with you maybe someone will call us and tell us i think they just get there and stake their their turf so normally there's well a f- if,
2: no, no i i think there there is a you you have to have a permit yeah but and i don't they think give gives you a, the
1: specifics Well,
2: they give you an area
1: okay otherwise
2: so, there'd be battles like this well, yeah. every day
1: no but i don't think they give you well you're the first truck uh at west uh 44. no they, you may get uh, like yeah. a segment of the street yeah, yeah. right so i'm yeah. saying the halal truck shows up it turns out the the fruit guy is always there and the fruit guy takes offense. And the fruit guy's not happy. So the halal guy by the name of Kadakar Joy, not very joyful. Kadakar Joy. Picked up a cooking knife and slashed the fruit guy in the Oof. stomach. I mean, this is a real food fight. <laughs> that is. So they arrested Joy, who's a 35-year-old Manhattan resident. They charged him with secondary assault. The victim was taken to Roosevelt Hospital with a superficial wound. Now, this guy lives in your town. So what's the story? Mark Schlegel?
2: Yeah, this is a Manhattan talent agent who just vanished from his home. He hasn't been seen for days. This is now uh, uh, getting a lot of attention here. 57-year-old Manhattan talent agent. Hasn't been seen since he walked out of his home three days ago. He lives in my town in Oradell. His name is Mark Schlegel. Um, I, I did really, you know him at all? I, I don't know him. I don't yeah. know him. I, I talked to somebody who did know him Um this is, it's a mystery because he left his keys, his phone, and his wallet at home and just walked out. Wow. And hasn't been seen since. And his family members were there at the time.
1: What's the speculation?
2: There is no speculation. Wow. It could be anything. I mean, you know, he just, just got up and left. And, um, uh, I, I, you know, there were no sort of family issues that would have That's precipitated something. this. Wow. It's a mystery. How many days now? Three days.
1: Wow. Yeah, on the lookout. Yeah. When we come back, has the Natalie Holloway story finally been solved? Did they finally find her body? That's what they're thinking. What's up next with First Traffic Bernie Viter. I don't know about you, Joey. I'm crushed. Just hey, by the crushed.
2: way, this is my favorite song. Uh, what is it? I don't know. You've never heard this one?
1: I'm sure I have. Just what's the name of it? It's The Who. Oh, this is The Who. Who? 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 Who's who. on first? Who? What's on second? I don't know. It's on third. Won't get fooled again. Don't get fooled again. Ding, 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 Does it, ding, ding, it ever get anywhere? It's just oh, yeah, played yeah. us there for an go. hour.
6: Oh,
1: there you go. Thanks. All right. Joe. <laughs> Enough of this. Look
3: at Joe with the air guitar. Joe, <laughs> Joe Bartley <laughs> playing air guitar. He do the drums for me now too.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. Ooh, I saw that. What was their Broadway show? I saw that years ago. Can you, uh, uh, Tommy? Tommy. 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 Yeah. I saw that, that too. Was good. Wasn't that good? It was. Tommy, can you hear me? That was yeah. good. I Long time ago. Um. So it was just—we always talk about Trump's tweeting. He has 36 million followers. So you know why he tweets? He reaches people directly. And exactly. Bypasses the media. Yeah. Well, we came up with a list that you, you can look on anyone's Twitter account and find out. Well, who do they follow? And you're going to be shocked here, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he follows Jim Acosta here, CNN. No, no,
2: no, you, no, he doesn't.
1: He doesn't follow him. You are fake news. <laughs> this is CNN. Oh, no, I follow no. Acosta. Oh, he follows. You're gonna be shocked. Most of the people he follows are like uh Fox, News, Fox people, yeah. White House people, Kelly Ed Conway. He still follows Ryan Suprema, so that's pretty good. He fires I, um, him and still follows him. I think
2: he's gonna unfollow him soon.
1: He follows Trump golf. He follows Mike Pence, he follows the Drudge Report. Sean Hannity, he follows. Corey Lewandowski and Coulter. <laughs> Diamond and silk, though diamond and silk, love Although, them. I love them too. They're awesome. Can you get a piece of them, Natalie? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Give us a little diamond. They're and on silk. all the time. Uh, they're they're the big Trump supporters. Diamond and silk. He follows them. Let's see. He follows Gary Player, the golfer.
2: That's the only golfer. That's the Only, you only call golfer. Call? Yeah. And uh, aside from his golf courses and his hotels, doesn't,
1: doesn't follow Tiger Woods. Follows Vince McMahon, the wrestling entrepreneur. He follows the Trump Hotel in Chicago, the Trump Hotel in L.A., the Trump Hotel in Washington, the Trump Hotel in Vegas. (laughs) He follows Eric Trump. I don't know if he follows – oh, here I was going to say, how about Donald? He follows Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka, Greta Van Sustern, who is now uh, currently on the beach, right? Bill O'Reilly he follows, and Pierce Morgan. Those are some of his followers. But not Jim Acosta. Not Jim Acosta. Poor guy. Poor guy. Doesn't follow us. I'm sad, yeah.
2: Well, he should. All right, you want to hear some diamond and suck? Diamond and suck. Okay. okay. This this was after the first debate. It's a while ago. Yeah. Hey
3: y'all! I know y'all saw what happened last night on those debates, mm-hmm. but here is our take. Now, Hillary started off lying right off the bat. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she the one said that Donald Trump was given $14 million by his family. Mm-hmm. No, boo, no. it was $1 million, and he took that and turned it into $10 billion. That's right. Overall, <laughs> Donald Trump won those debates. Mm-hmm. But Lester, Lester, he got up underneath my skin. Uh-huh. He was asking Donald Trump about that Bertha issue. We don't give a damn about that Bertha issue.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: they were so entertaining. I, I, love them, yeah. I know they're still posting, but they I are. don't hear enough from them anymore. You know, I, I, I should I check ever, them out every once in a while. I
1: glance up at Fox every so often and they're on there, so I think they continue to. Oh, oh yeah,
3: absolutely. they've made a little industry for themselves. Good for them.
1: Diamond and Sook.
2: Hey, by the way, speaking of Hillary Clinton, I know you're not going to bring this up, but the FBI has reopened a request for documents related to, to former President Bill Clinton's tarmac meeting with Attorney General Loretta Lynch. Good.
1: Why wouldn't I bring that up? They should. They, they should. should. Absolutely. Let's get to the bottom of it. I don't have a problem
2: with It that. occurred at the Phoenix airport June 27, 2016. At the same time, Hillary Clinton was being investigated yeah. for improperly handling I mean, classified information.
3: Honestly, who can't? say that was a little shady of course, of course. <laughs> I mean, and that, that was this? not legit
2: the the uh 400 emails were released last week surrendered by the justice department in response to a uh, request it showed lynch used an alias to coordinate uh, a communications response to media inquiries
3: I we're just talking about the grandkids
1: the plot and golf because
2: you know loretta lynch is a big golf. some this is going to happen this is going to happen. All right.
1: Hey, did they find the remains of Natalie Holloway? All these years later, it was in 2005. She's in Aruba with friends. She was 18 years old at the time. Mystery's never been solved. The uh, Speculation always revolved around Joran Vandersloot, mm-hmm. who, by the way, was a bad guy. He's in prison for like uh, three decades. He was sentenced to nearly 30 years in prison because he murdered another young woman in Peru. But now, uh, Dad has been investigating, along with this... Uh, T.J. Ward, a private investigator, and he says they've now found some
6: remains. Over a period of 18 months, T.J. and I have been working together with an informant who has uh, uh, given us some information through a friend of Jorn Vandersloot's, and we followed that for 18 months.
1: Well, they think they found some remains. They are now testing it, uh, the DNA. This is now, if you're wondering why this came to light, well, it turns out there's part of a... An Oxygen TV show. Oh, so okay. So uh, there's a show on that's going to deal with this on Saturday. But uh, this has been uh, quite the mystery. And uh, they think uh, that she was buried in a park in Aruba. And th- that's what happened.
2: Well, we'll see. Now, this who, who is this Gabriel guy? This is a guy. He's Van der friend. Is right. he helping them, or yes. is he now a suspect? No, he's helping. Do they think? They only actually- identified
1: him as Gabriel, and then and she, he's the one who claims that uh, uh, Natalie Holloway was buried in the Ruben a- Park because many thought she was buried out to sea somewhere.
2: And, and the belief is that VanderSlu did this. Oh,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think that's what it's going to come okay. down to. Well, after the top of the hour, we're going to go to East Eighth Street, where it was quite a dust up last night when someone was throwing rocks at a fifth floor window because someone had a Confederate flag in the window that's what it's come to we'll go to alice stockton rosini after the news at eight with jeff mckinney
0: okay round two name something that's not boring
3: a laundry Ooh, a book club computer solitaire huh
0: ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right, chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No process full by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply, see website for details.